How y'all doing? Welcome to Men's Viewpoint today. We're going to have a phenomenal show. Got my brother Jake in the building. Yes, Got my sir. brother Ben X in the building. Brother Ben X in the building. Let me correct you better that. Correct I want no Jake smoke. Then. Okay, you better correct Dr. Jake too. Mm-mm. Come on. Correct Jake, some respect on it. Jake, uh, Dr. Jake, no. Mr. Banks. Which one are you, bro? You got too I'm many Dr. names. I'm Dr. Banks now. It ain't <laughs> Mr. Banks. Banks no more. It's Dr. Banks. <laughs> but it's a new word, new name every week, brother. Hey, no, it's Dr. Jake Taylor. Oh, so, Jake hold on. Dr. Let's Mr. Brother ben, Dr. Can we Banks. give him an official name? Because, see, when you say well, we, BX, well, we, we get offended. Well, we too got to give you one. Offended. You blue way strong. Yeah, yeah, you oh, blue exactly. Serone, Traco, Daco, Taco, Mr. Men's Viewpoint, Mr. MVP, Mr. Trigger Trade. Y'all got a point. I can't say that. Y'all got a point. Get up off my neck. I think Appreciate I deserve you. a dollar for that. I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so listen, Mr. Dr. Banks <laughs> is going to tell you the meaning of the money. Then we're going to introduce, I'm going to let Dr. Banks introduce our brother. He's not a guest, but we're going to call him a guest today, but it's our brother, all right? So, so, uh, the, the meaning of this game when it comes to dollar, what we want to do every show is we want to show you how uh, you don't have to earn money. Money flows to you when you bring value. So you're going to see this exchange of these dollar bills being passed to the person who's bringing the most value to a point. And at the end of the show, the person who has the most dollars or the most uh, currency added the most value to the show. And we have to be honest and give that currency and that value to whoever's given the value to that very point. So this is just to show you that currency flows and follows those who have the most value. And so before we want to talk about that, I actually want to talk about somebody who knows a lot about money and value. The uh, top one percent trader in the world, president of BWO, uh, the first a, a listing director on a publicly traded company, our brother Chris Cole. I am. What's going on, brother? Man, appreciate y'all for having me on. Feel good to be here in the D town <laughs> to deal with my brothers and you know see what see you know I'm here to mix it up a little bit. Now, today. now, 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 now brother Chris, let, let me tell you something on this yeah. show. You know what I mean? We 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 with the shits. <laughs> <laughs> so this, this is the show. You know, you know, brother brother Ben be over here like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do not endorse. We with all of the shit, brother. Yeah, brother, I just want to. I just want to let you know, brother Ben has nothing to do <laughs> with what comes out of our mouth. <laughs> he is pure. I promise. Because I'm telling you, Chris, brother, uh, Jake. I'm gonna say Jake. Get Dr. Banks. He'll mess up the whole show. Yeah, yeah. He will. Yeah, he will can, mess the whole that. show up. Hey, hey, hey. Blue be like. We can't monetize this one. <laughs> Dude, right there. Be really, over there, I'm man. When we do a show that can't monetize. He ain't going on my platform. <laughs> <laughs> so what we got today? We're going to have to present something to put on the YouTube channel. Brother ben, yeah, that right? yeah. Nah, okay, we're gonna, I'm going to be good today. No, nah, you can't be good because we're talking about child support. Yeah, Thank fuck that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> brother Bill, like, there we and go. There it is. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> nah, but seriously, so what we want to do is just, so yesterday was Father's Day. Shout out to all the brother fathers. Gang, gang. All of us Appreciate are fathers. It. And we, in my opinion, I feel like we're real fathers because I've seen, uh, I know, I, I'm getting to know Chris, but I know personally I be with these brothers around all the time. And, and anybody know me, they know I'm really known for, you know, the way I treat my son. Like, people will, will meet me out the blue and be like, man, I just love what you do with your son. Like, I made it since I, um, you know, had a, had my son in this world to always expose him, expose him to, you know, to the world, to everybody. So he's kind of like a little Instagram, you know, YouTube, Facebook celebrity. But at the same time, I've had so many men come to me 
that I don't even know, dude, inbox me out the blue and be like, bro, like, it's me, you seeing the way you, me, me seeing the way you are with your son inspired me to start doing the things, making the videos on Facebook and doing different things to show my son off. And my thing was to show that you can show your emotions around your kids. Mm-hmm. I only have a little boy at the moment, but my thing was being able to expose your emotions and show your emotions and show, you know, a sensual side to your child, especially when he's a male, doesn't make you a punk. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And because I could kiss my son and turn around and put hands on you yeah. in the same breath. You know what <laughs> I mean? No, seriously. So that's that's but always is, yeah. He always going to murder, like <laughs> uh, beat somebody up, robbing them, like <laughs> look like he getting comfortable. Anytime we go to any city, and I'm with Chris, we always end up like in the slums, and Chris in there like <laughs> he be chilling like y'all. <laughs> but why? You, but why you put murder attached to me? I mean, listen, it's close. The only time you ever heard something when you see somebody talking about me that know the old me, it's not the new me. Brother Ben, hold on. Brother Ben, you've been around me for how many years? About four or five years, right? Yeah. Have I showed you anything violent? Well, you aggressive. Now, hold on. But have I Look, showed you Violent, ag- no. Okay, then. <laughs> aggressive, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Camera, cue me. <laughs> Blink twice if you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> man, you tripping, man. But I think that it's very important that we as masculine men, in my opinion, I forgot because I don't hang around no men that's not masculine. So masculine men that we... And can expose our kids to, you know, we expose the world that we can be emotional at sometimes, yeah. show our parenting skills, and show our love all at the same time. Facts. So I think it's very important that we show that side because, you know, all of us are successful entrepreneurs, successful businessmen, and they only see the money for the most part. A lot of people, when they see you, they only see the money, but they don't see the softer side of you. You know what I mean? So. I want to ask this question. Name one thing I want everyone to, to go around. Name one thing that you feel like your child brought out of you that the world didn't know about you. We can start with Brother Chris. You know, my. Um, for me, my my oldest is uh, is nine. Should be ten. Uh, this year we her birthday September eleven. Mine September twelfth. Um, my son, right there with y'all. Yeah, my son September sixteenth. Oh, okay, that's yeah. what's up. So for me, man, not until I I, I really had a child and, and a daughter did I really. Um, you know, did I really start to empathize or, or feel any type of compassion toward anybody? Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, for me, having you know, having my daughter and bringing her, seeing her being brought into the world, it just gave me something to uh, look forward to, but also to work on, you know, because okay. he, he was somebody that um, didn't ask to be here, but I immediately loved her unconditionally and loved mm. her in a way that I never felt the first time I laid eyes on her. You know what I'm saying? So do you feel like you love someone the way you loved your daughter before your daughter came into the world? No, absolutely not. Mm. You, you know, and, and and again, and I and I say that um, not to blame anybody, but I wasn't even open-minded enough really to uh, love people the way they needed to be loved or even uh, allow myself to let other people love me the way they wanted to love me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and, and a lot of that was rooted in my upbringing, my experience, my pain, and my trauma, um, you know, that I chose to hold on to, you know, at, yes. at the time. So you feel like your daughter really introduced you to unconditional, that agape love that they speak about in yeah. the word? Yeah, absolutely. Gosh. Absolutely. That's what's up. Dr. <coughs> <Dr>. Banks? <laughs> uh, for me, uh, my daughter... Uh, taught me discipline because, you know, 
especially when you have a daughter, you gotta show up. You gotta show up, and you gotta you you have to be there. And when you have a child that depends on you, and for my daughter's first, <clears throat> my daughter's first nine months, she was with me ten, twelve hours throughout the day, full gotcha. time. Gotcha. Um, and her mom will come get her in the evening time. And then drop her off like six, seven in the morning. She'll be with me all so day. So she wasn't going to daycare. She was. She was coming with me. Yep. I mean, you were taking yep. care of her. Gotcha. Yep. I gotcha. was taking care of her, and she um, and I was trying to build the business while I was taking care of my daughter. Uh, in the daytime, like having her on like this little, this little kangaroo daddy pouch. Yeah, 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 I, got, yeah. I got a, I got a picture with mine like that yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and when I needed to cut hair, cause she used to just crawl everywhere. <laughs> I used to cut the back, put her in the front, and cut the back with a mirror. And I turn her all the way around and put on my back and cut the front. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, that's my girl. She's a daddy girl for sure. Um, and for me, she taught me discipline. Like I, I knew I needed to deliver, mm-hmm. and I knew I had to be consistent every single day because your children, what they begin to depend on your consistency. So whatever you show them, they're going to expect that from you every single time. Mm. And so uh, my daughter really taught me uh, a discipline to make sure I was on my p's and q's with her. And it kind of shows you. That one thing that I feel like that we needed, because uh, I remember when I was going through counseling, and my counselor was like, "Bro, you don't, you have no empathy." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah. when I started kind of, kind of like what you said, yeah, yeah. And then when I started, when he started diving into my childhood and my upbringing and stuff, I did. He was like, "Bro, you was raised in survival mode. That's why you don't empathize with people." Yeah. He was saying that you wasn't born in stability. Mm. So when you when you don't have no stability growing up in hood and having to do the things that I had to do growing up, it's like it's either you or me, and the show not gonna be me. Right. You see what I'm saying? And that's that's the mindset. So when he was showing me, he said you didn't grow up with love, you didn't grow up with stability, you didn't grow up with uh, what's the other word? It was another word he had used, but he was just showing that you take this stuff into your adulthood, even though you see a a, a male frame. But the mindset, the, the 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 trauma that you have, you know, you grow up with a lot of instabilities in your life, man. And it's just a lot of times we see people and they just managing. Yeah. That's how we say, "How you doing today? I'm doing good." Sometimes it's always, "Hey, bro, I'm just managing today." <laughs> but but, cons- but you know, you know, and, and I agree because my experience was the same. But what I tell people, you know, being a child and growing up, you know, in that type of environment, shit is normal. So you don't Max. know that you. Yeah. Are being you know raised in dysfunction exactly. or experiencing something that's going you know affect you or impact you as an adult? You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, brother Ben X, how did your uh, <clears throat> children affect you as a man? Um, <clears throat> I would say two things. Um, one, it made they they forced me to think more efficient. Mm. Meaning, um, when you by yourself, <clears throat> or shoot, even when I had a wife. Like just a wife without the children. Um, not that I don't have, not that I don't <laughs> have a wife anymore. That real uh, but what I mean by that is, you know, like when bills are are, are due, I hold believe on, them. Oh, no, but uh, even when I, even you know, when bills were due, um, I would always believe in myself so much that I would wait to the last minute to go get the money. Versus me paying ahead of time versus me doing things ahead of time. I would just wait because I just had that much believe in myself. Although I was hustling, I was grinding. You know, it was like, man, we're going to get it. It's going to eventually get there. What I tell you, but, say, but, uh, <laughs> but when I had children, it made me think about more so the future. Like, what if something happens to me 
before they are of age? Like, what can I do to really prepare the generational wealth now, which is why I was so attracted to what Jake was teaching because mm -hmm. I was, you know, I'm the sole provider. You know, I, I, I provide for the household. So if anything happens to me, what are they going to have? What are they going to step into? And one thing that Brother Malik had said one time, which I highly agree with, I never want my child to be able to read message to the black man in America. And I'm teaching this and I'm talking about this. But then you get to a certain age where I have not built anything for you to step into like this book was preparing us and telling us to actually do. So for me, it made me make wiser decisions with the life insurance and looking into that and looking into ways to set up, you know, like my children I, in my head, the way I prepared. They have a school already that they can go to, and that's BWO. Mm -hmm. So when I'm building out a platform, when I'm thinking about putting my digital real estate course together, that's why it's not all money. It's my mindset as well. Right. This is why I document. You know, I had got off of documenting, but I wanted to document to let them know. Yeah, when daddy gone, daddy be traveling, but this is what I'm doing. Yeah. So you can see my mindset. <clears throat> you can see my thought process. It ain't just something that you hearing what daddy doing, you seeing it, you being entertained by it. I'm teaching you still, even through the video, because I'm documenting that time. So that's one thing. The second thing is being more, uh, uh, being more present in time. Uh, I'm somebody, man, who's a deep thinker most of the time. You know, on men's viewpoint, I used to read comments where people were like, bro, he's in deep thought. Like when y'all talking, I be up here in the sky, I be thinking. Uh, so for me, I'm always thinking about the next business move. I'm, all, I'm always thinking about the next problem, how to help somebody. But with my children, being that I'm traveling a lot and I am raising babies, like business babies, when I have time with them, I have to learn. I'm learning and I'm doing a lot better at being present. Like when we playing the game, I'm on the game. You know what I mean? I'm not on the game and then Take trying to watch the video yeah, at the same yeah. time. So Ooh, me being hard. more present <laughs> in what they're doing because the time is a lot is limited right now until we scale a little bit more. I got to give more quality time um, yeah. because the quantity is not always going to be. No, nah, that's real, man. You? And uh, one thing I've learned is is really, really, really empathy, man. That's that's what that's been my one of my biggest issues is not caring about people. You know what I mean? And my son, like brother Chris said, actually introduced. I feel like my my baby brother was introduced because we've been in some real gangster situations and he didn't fold. <laughs> He stood up on, on a whole nother level, you know what I'm saying? But as far as inside of anybody outside my little brother, my, my son is, but my son, it's a different love to me than my brother, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And, you know what I mean? Because I gave life to him, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So, but just just having more empathy and, empathy and then like you start starting to make better decisions. Now, I'm gonna give you a prime example. I was at a gas station one day, bro, and, and I, it wasn't, I feel like this was God testing me. Jake, it was God testing me. A dude charged me up, bro, with my son in the car. Like my, he was in the baby seat, and I got out of the car. Dude just charged me up, just for no reason. In my mind, I was like, "Let me go there." But then I'm like, I had to look at my son. I'm like, "Bro, I can't go fight this dude, bro, and my baby right here." You know what I'm saying? He in the baby seat, literally. He was like small enough to, he that small. Yeah. He got the yeah bottle. Yeah. yeah, he got yeah, the yeah. bottle. And I'm like, and then and I, I just I said, "God bless you, my brother." Went and grabbed my son out the car. And went inside the store, but it was just—I feel like it was just a test. You know what I mean? So just like Brother Ben said, you got to make better decisions when you have kids. You can't just do everything, uh, everything you want, or go off your feelings. You know what I mean? So I—that's th one thing, making better decisions also. And, and and another thing for me is 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 really teaching me how to teach too, mm. um, because in trying to share things with Taji, uh, Zayme as she get a little bit older. 
you know, they're not gonna work. They're not gonna comprehend everything, at, uh, 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 like we would comprehend Thanks. per se. So, although we dealing with people who 18, 25, 40, we we looking at like you just said, we looking at a grown adult or or, or a person who's big, but they mindset may comprehend honestly like an eight year old, yeah. like a five year old. Right. Mm-hmm. So me learning how to give complex knowledge to him so that he can understand it, then checking. Hearing, hearing again, testing them here and there, trying to be wise and how I test to see if he really comprehended is teaching me how to even be a better teacher and delivering the word yeah. because I can't just say something and say, well, brother, you need to go research it. No, like this is my son. What- so it caused me to be a little bit more patient. So showing me how to deliver what's in my mind to another person. And have y'all experienced it? I know y'all probably have. Man, your kids will hold you to your word. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, they no. don't forget. Listen, listen. Say, yeah. bro. Yeah. They don't when forget. I, when, when, I, when I say, we can, we, when I say you wanna, we can play the game later, it can be a three-hour later. You said we were going to play the game. Like, yeah. he don't forget yeah. at yeah. all. It'd be a whole different day, too. You said you was going to. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I remember I said something to my little boy, bro, and I forgot what it was, but, bro, he hit it verbatim. He said, Dad, you told me not to do that. I said, ain't this bad up? <laughs> I'm talking about, I say, bro. So he checked me because he's like, Dad, you told me not to do that, and you did it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, whoa. Now I'm thinking about all the stuff I didn't learn now because you said one, Brother Ben gave three. Okay. <laughs> um, one thing I learned, another thing that I learned that I think is very important was that uh, how much we – no matter how much we want to control our child's experiences, yeah, we can't. you big on that, yeah. Um, because um, my daughter is is in an experience that I just don't agree with. Like you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. And <clears throat> but when I think about my upbringing, it was that experience that God chose me to go through mm. that made me who I am today. It gave me right. balance, and I know, like as a parent. We want to, especially a father who's around and, you know, you, you, you provide and you do whatever you can. You want to try to put your child in like this bubble, like this space mm-hmm. where they can't feel any of the pain that you've ever been through. Mm. And it, it deprives them from so much of those learning experiences True. that they have to feel it. And so um, my daughter um, being in two different households with two drastically different lifestyles. Mm. And and seeing her see one lifestyle, you know, um, with a bunch of cars, jets, and a bunch of love, and another lifestyle where it's, it's it's opposite, and it's hard. It's a hard. It's opposite in terms of love or no, lifestyle. I, I, no lifestyle, okay. lifestyle, um, access, um, and uh, you know, you know, her mother is in a polygamous relationship. Is in an open polygamous relationship, so. Mm. It it is, bro. It's 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 difficult. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in in, in the kind of uh, in the words of brother being, you know, veggie back off of that. Um, you know, having kids uh, for me was also an example of God's grace and mercy on our own life. Mm. Um, and, and even though we try to protect our children uh, from our experience and upbringing, we must understand that. Um, our children came through us. So yep. um, a lot of those generational curses and trauma, they already carry with them mm. anyway. Mm-hmm. So as parents, it's our obligation to teach and, and pour into them the things that we know and to speak openly about those things because they're going to have to um, deal with things yep. as they grow and become adults yep. and, and they're going to have a responsibility 
um, to break the generational curses that we weren't able to break, but mm-hmm. that was um, essentially moved from us through yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, I, and I think that I think that for me, the moment that I released that this is my child to God allowed me to be a guardian of his child, mm. it literally allowed for me to be able to look at my daughter in not this possessive state, but more of a what can I do as a guardian to make sure that this child has everything that they need for what God wants them to do. Yeah. And and I'm a, I'm a firm believer of there are certain experiences that God has chosen for a specific chosen child to go through mm. that they must go through in order to be able to become the full version of themselves because it's training grounds. You know, when true, you think about true. when you think about what God did with Jesus, um, uh, and I think I think Brother Ben had a post uh, up today about this. What do you think? What God did with Jesus, he he challenged Jesus. Mm. You know, he allowed him to be chastised and challenged to see how he will be able to stand up to the fortitudes and the difficulties of life. Yeah. And I think as a father, um, um, uh, most of us, most fathers are more logical than emotional. Mm-hmm. So we look at the process of how this can affect the child in a positive and a negative way. Yeah. And for me, I look at the outcome of, okay, like with my daughter, <clears throat> I can go get, I can go for real, go get full custody but my daughter isn't in a situation to where it's, it's harming her. It's just a situation I wouldn't you prefer like, her to be in. Yeah. But 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 when I'm doing that, she still got to go visit. Facts. She still got to go visit. Yeah, yeah. So if I don't teach her how to maneuver in that world, because mm-hmm. she's growing up in a world where she's going to see a whole a bunch of different, different stuff. Things, yeah. mm-hmm. So why not teach her how to maneuver in that world with people who actually love her yeah. than to just take her from it and then not allow her to be able to learn like, from that. I like that because this brother right here taught me something. I remember uh, we were listening to rap music, and at first I didn't let my son listen to rap music at yeah. first. And Brother Ben X was like, no, nah, bro, no, nah, you shouldn't be like that. He said because they might say something, like your son had never grew up in traps and doing the stuff you did, right? So, but at least you can educate yourself. Like when your son hears a lyric, your son, you can, it's your opportunity to educate your son about that particular lyric when he starts a certain, certain thing, you educate him versus somebody on the outside educating him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, I said that, I said that, I said, bro, you know what? They make more sense because I can teach him about the trap when he hear a song or about drugs and this, this, that, and other, and I can, he'll have a better understanding if it comes from me because I'm explaining, hey, son, don't do this, don't do this. You shouldn't yeah. be involved in this. shouldn't be this because he's going to listen to me, period, yeah. at the, especially at the age where he's at now. You know what I'm saying? But if... He gets older and he's never been previous to some of this information, never heard of it. And somebody say something. He's gonna wanna perk. explore it. Somebody one of his friends somebody perk. Now we don't ever had the conversation. This this is what this is. This is what it does to you. This is how it affects you. Do you want that? No, Dad, I don't want that. Okay, then you stay away from that. But versus in the songs it sound cool. Yeah. You know, future make it sound lit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of these teenagers are not at their age to understand or compartmentalize that this is just entertainment just to make to make money. Yeah, I, and that's that's one thing I can appreciate about my father. My father exposed me to every inch of this world, bro, from the slums to the traps, from him, you know, out there doing what he had to do. And even if he had to step on somebody, he he <laughs> and I witnessed it. He'll come to me and be like, yeah. "All right, so this is what happened. This is what you don't do. This is why you don't do it." And if anybody be my dad, he don't talk. 
Mm-hmm. He don't talk, don't talk to nobody. He stay in his own lane. Um, you know, just because, you know, he just has, you know, whatever about him. But I got exposed to that world and he educated me enough that when moments came up, it wasn't that unknown. You know, a lot of us explored things because it was unknown to us. And, exactly. if you're, and if you're adventurous, you're going to be like, shit, let me see what they talking about. Because they over there doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if you had somebody that would like that that taught you about it and told you the, bene- the, the, the benefits and also what the, the consequences yeah. to it, in your mind, like Brother Ben says all the time, uh, I don't have to learn from my own experiences. Right. I've learned through the experiences of somebody else that allow for me to know the cause and effect. Right. And I think as a father, it is our job to teach our children more than anything cause and effect. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As I do this, this will happen Happy. because yes, that's sir. true love to me. Uh, me and my family was watching a movie the other day and I was admiring how my wife was teaching the children. And what she was doing was as we was watching the movie, she would ask them questions about what was happening in the movie. So what should he have done there? What would you would have done? Why do you think that happened? And it's causing them, they're seeing something. So sometimes, you know, like you say, you've been taught by experiences. It ain't always got to be life. It can be movies that they're watching and you're trying to see their comprehension skills on how they're actually doing that mm-hmm. or what they were doing that particular <laughs> instance as well. That's a great way to teach. And it reminds me of the book Secrets to a Millionaire Mind. And it talks about our mind being like a file cabinet and you can only pull from what's there. Mm-hmm. So whenever you are in a situation when something's going to happen, you can only pull from or do what you already what been, been taught. To, yeah. Because if, and now if they've been taught react this way from a TV show, react this way from a uh, music, react this way from a movie, but they don't have that opposite perspective, then they're going to go off of what's naturally in their mind, especially when it's a a, a, a situation where they got to act immediately. They going to yeah. only come off of what's in their subconscious mind. That's true. So it's on us to install what a book talks about, wealth files, but it's on us to install principles that they can stand on. Mm-hmm. When this happened, don't do this. One of the wealth files, just to give you an example, is when you're in debt, don't buy anything. When you're in debt, don't buy liabilities. Well, if that is the case, whenever your child is about to buy something, they it may be when they're 15 <clears> years old. They may be at the mall and somebody say, man, let's buy these shoes. They're going to already have in their mind, if I'm in debt, I just can't do it. But yeah. if it's not, they're going to be influenced by, well, damn, he getting it, he getting it. They, they, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little jealous or whatever the case may be. So we have to install those principles in them. And I think when we install those principles in them, we're actually, like I said the other time, teaching them how to think. Yeah. Not necessarily what to think per se, but how to think in certain situations. Because the point I was getting with the music, we're not going to always be able to control them not Thanks. listening to music. Thanks. We're not going to always be able to control them not being exposed to drugs. But exactly. if I teach them how to think, should they'll be straight. Now, we talked about empathy. Because now I got a question, uh, uh, Traco. We talked about empathy. So yeah, I mean, it changes every time. Uh, uh, since talking about empathy... Why Why do you think that certain men don't want to be around their child? And can you empathize with so, the reason why they can't? So from my experience in, in being on men's viewpoint, like we've had millions and millions of views. And anytime I post about men, matter of fact, Father's Day yesterday, I did a quick live and I was just saying, shout out to all the fathers who want to see their child today, but they can't. Mm. And most of the men in the in the comments were saying that, bro, man, I feel you. I just went through that. I'm trying to get my daughter today. I'm trying to get my son today. And she won't even give me my child. You know what I mean? 
and it's more from my experience and what the you know my assessment is is more the women mm-hmm. that they want to see their children, but the women is is using the kid against the man. You know what I mean? So that's what I that's been the consensus on, from from what I've seen yeah. that most men complain about is the woman is having an issue that I want my child, I just don't want the woman, and the woman has an issue with that. So if I don't, if she if she's not a package deal, then I can't deal with my child. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of men that deal with that. Whether we believe it or not. Yeah. No, I believe it 100%. Because <clears throat> I remember uh, uh, me me personally being in a situation like that. But uh, the biggest thing that the biggest thing that I think about is that um, a, a lot of these women, they project their father issues on the uh, the father of their child. Like what they, what they're their perfect version of what they of wanted man. their father to yeah. be mm-hmm. on that man. Facts. But if you think about a man, and Chris says this all the time, a man was given work before he was given a wife. Mm. And so even if y'all were together, that man would be working and providing more than just being in the house. And so what I was dealing with was when I was getting my baby girl, Taylor, um, and, and this is what I, you know, I'm transparent. And 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 uh and truthful. When I was getting my baby girl Taylor, at one point in time before the relationship evolved with us being separate, I was having a hard time getting Taylor if I didn't parent Taylor how she wanted she wanted facts. Taylor to be parented, parented. how uh-huh. it worked over there. Mm-hmm. She she need to be with you hundred percent, not with your mom, not with your. I, no, listen, I I. I I believe that a child should be reared and raised in a community. Facts, I agree because too. you you get that child gets the chance to be able to learn from all these different people that help raise you. Ooh, facts. So yeah. for that child to only be with yeah, me yeah. is taken away from that child's developmental growth. And this is the biggest thing that I've learned because men, we automatically know we can't do it ourselves. Yeah. So we immediately, you know, when 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 brother Ben uh, got my niece and nephew uh, by himself, and and my sis gone, Ben be at mama crib. Yeah, <laughs> ben yeah, be yeah. up there. <laughs> I where you? I'm at mama house. I said you must got the chill. Yeah, boy. <laughs> because why? Because yeah. men naturally go back to the environments that help curate them. Because they know it helped them become who they are supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, like and I that. think that a lot of women. Um, when when men go get help, women got too much pride mm-hmm. that they don't want to go get help because they they wanted to do it their way and it should be done like right. this. Right. Versus allowing for that child to be to be to be uh, engulfed in all of the different understandings. And, and, and I'm uh, glad of, you said that because like my you know my daddy old school, so my daddy always fixing on something. Always, yeah. you're not gonna find a man not fixing something. So I would purposely send my son. Down. I can work with my hands yeah. too, but I ain't just, yeah. you know, that ain't my forte. You know what I mean? But my daddy, I always fix it on a car, changing brakes. He don't cry. He, he going to do everything. I can do that, but I ain't got time to be doing that right now at the stage of life I'm at. So I send my son over there because I already know my daddy going to be doing something in hand. My stepmother's going to be cooking, right? Yeah. And so I was having an issue. I was, why are you always sending uh, 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 Kyle over there? Because they always doing something. Yeah. My, he he always gonna cook with my stepmother because I want him to learn how to cook. Yeah. Cooking is not my thing. I don't yeah. like being in the kitchen. I yeah. can't cook good yeah. enough for me. Yeah. I invite Chris over to <laughs> me like, say, bro, let's go to the steakhouse. <laughs> let's go to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> bro, I ain't trying to be funny. Trey, I don't like this. Let me just be honest with you. Like, I don't mind this. Yeah. My cornbread look like cake. I already know that. <laughs> I'm be honest with you. I'm not a good cook. 
I can. Good enough for who? For me. For yeah, me. Yeah. That's about it. So I, I know these developmental skills that I want my son to have. You know what I'm saying? So I put them around my stepmother. I put them around my dad. I want you to be able to use your hands, sir. I want you, like, even if you don't change your own brakes, I want you to at least know how to do yeah. it. If you don't change your own art, at least you know how to do it. If you don't, you know what I mean? You don't have to. You can cook yourself if you don't have a woman. You see what I'm saying? So I want to develop my son to be better than me. That's why he already has a shooting instructor. That's why he does MMA because these are all things. I'm raising a man. I yeah. want you to be able to protect yourself, provide the whole yeah. shebang. You know what I mean? Now that I have a better understanding of what a man should be and the skill that you have. I developed all these things on the fly. And later in life. But no, sir, you six years old, you're going to start getting this teacher now. Just like Brother Ben X just said, that, okay, muscle memory. You're going to go back to what you know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's just that developmental thing, like you said, being raised in the community. And now I have another community of men mm-hmm. that my son can see. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because he talks about Brother Ben X all the time. So, you know, just, just developing that community, man, of real individuals that love each other, man, and just inspiring everybody leveling up. It's like, man, it's going to be the best situation, I feel like, for our children together growing. Yeah. You know what I think be the problem sometimes? I think the women be wanting us to feel what they feel. Man. Uh, to raise a child. Not that they alone, per se, but, you know, they spend majority of the time with the women. So I think when it's our well, turn. See, that ain't been my situation, though. Well, I, well I'm saying, my like. That's not been with me since, I, since like you said, since he been born. Well, for me. I speak for me, then. For me, <laughs> as, for a me business, too. For, as a businessman, <laughs> when I'm on the road or, you know, when I'm out in a business meeting, my son or my children not necessarily with me. So they majority with, uh, with, 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 the, with the mother. So with them being with Tay. I think sometimes she, when it when it's my time, she want me to feel what it feel like. But I have a system <laughs> that I <laughs> that I've developed oh to yeah, where yeah, it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's easy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they ain't crying with me. Like, yeah. So so and, and and it's the same. I think with a business too. Like when I have a business, I really think a business is like a baby. Like you yeah. gotta spend the same amount no of time, time to man. raise a business. Like a baby, but with the business, it's like, yeah, I'm doing my thing, and it may look fun, but it's only looking fun because I've developed a system. And see, I learned this from, yeah. you know, Jake, man, hey, man, you can get your maid, you can do this right here, you can get this right here, like develop a system. But yeah. if they don't want that, that ain't my fault you don't want right. it. You know what I'm saying? That <laughs> I'm ain't done. on me. So uh, just because I done developed a system, per se, and, and it looked like I got a little time to think, and you don't, that ain't on me. You got <laughs> yeah. to develop, yeah. develop yeah. You need to let go. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. You need to let go. You need to let go. No, that's Ooh. funny. Because, that's funny because. Make sure you make that clip. <laughs> no, real talk. That's funny because when you, think of, when you do think about a business, it is a baby. Man. And all of us naturally. What do we do with a business? We go out and seek for help. Yeah. Mm. But when it comes to the children, because you want your business to operate without you, you want it to be Thanks. grown, you Thanks. want it to benefit from it moving with or without you. That's a fact. And for our children, we should want the same thing. I totally agree. And and uh, I think I listen, listen. I, I I know when 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 Mama Adrian hit me up, uh, I didn't cook some. I'm like, okay, Bill must have been over there because <laughs> she, she hit me up too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for that. Uh, but but I got I got another I got another question. What happens? And I'm I'm really asking for myself right here. <laughs> I will be getting all the tools I need. Um, what happens when when uh, you have a child that is not of birth or from the woman that you're with? 
and they don't fully accept that child like it's their child, but they still love them. How do you balance that, Chris? Um, it, it's tough for one. Um, you know, because that that's my situation. Uh, my my oldest is by someone else, and my younger two, um, you know, are, are by my wife and me. I love all my children the same. Um, and, and of course, before me and my wife had children, it was you know I had Christian or whatnot, and um, you know, shit, we came as a package deal too, you yeah. know, and that was one of my non-negotiables um, as well, you know, as I need you to love my daughter like she your daughter. Straight up. You know what I'm saying? Because it's things that I can't teach her about being a woman mm -hmm. because I'm not a woman. You know what I'm saying? And the woman that I choose to be with, she needs to be able to impart that knowledge and that light in, in, in my daughter as well. Um, and, you know, all of that sound good in theory until she had children of, of her own. Mm, you, gotcha. you, you know what I'm saying? Um, and again, just being transparent and just being, you know, real because this is what this show is about. Um, that has been a constant struggle in our marriage. Um, because it is very evident the way that she treats my mm, oldest and the versus, way that she yeah. treats the ones that she has had herself. Um, along with built, you know, being intentional about building a relationship, um, uh, with my, mm. with my daughter, right? My oldest daughter, because I'm like, listen, I'm going to be their daddy regardless. Thanks. You you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And because you didn't give birth to her, you have to be intentional about being a, you know, building a relationship with her. Yeah. I say when uh, Leah and Carter go with either my parents or your parents, you call and check on them all the time. You know, I pose the question, when was the last time you just randomly uh, reached out to Christian and, and checked and see if she was okay or just let her know that she was thinking about her? Or, you know, just call to talk to just be a conversation. Yeah, you, you understand what I'm saying? So um, it has definitely been, been an issue uh, with me. Now, what changes? Um, I, I'm not sure. But again, you know, appreciate present day. It, it's, it's still a you know, it, it's still an issue. And we had a conversation one time and, uh, you know, this bothered me because, again, I, I brought up the the issue. Um, that it was clear that she wasn't building with Christian the same way that she, you know, was building with her own children. Um, and her response to it was, well, I ain't, you know, I haven't been intentional about building a relationship with her because I didn't know what the outcome of our relationship was going to be. And this after y'all had a child. Yeah. Yeah. This was after we, you know, we had our own children. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So for me, you know, me being a, a, a logical person and, yeah. and very intentional, you know, it made me sit back and look at my wife and wonder, like, was she really for me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And did she really have a genuine love for my child? Because if I love somebody and I care for somebody, it's it's nothing yeah. nobody else can yeah. do that's going to change that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it bothered me um, when, she, when she, when I understood her mindset was, her relationship was contingent upon our, our relationship. relationship. Yeah, you, you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. So it was never to me. It was never genuine and authentic um, 
from the start. So again, you know that that you know boil you know boil down to other things and, and lead into other issues. But as a father who loved all of his children, children yeah. differently but equally, it hurt. Um, it hurts. Yeah, it, especially it, it, when it, the it, oldest baby they helped change your heart. Yeah, absolutely, it, it, absolutely because my daughter was very instrumental in me becoming the man that y'all know and see me as today. You know, so, so what's I, the age gap you don't mind me asking? Uh, nine, three, and one. Okay, so she had a, a pretty good time with just you and Christian, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and so for me, um, you, you know, I don't give a damn who it is. I'm not going to let any of my children get slighted by anybody. You know, my parents, your parents, my wife, or e- even their own siblings, right. right? Nobody, I'm never going to let nobody disrespect um, my child or make them feel less than or whatever the case might be. And and for me, what was even more important was my daughter. She nine years old, and we talking. We had conversations all the time, and I see the lack of um, attachment or willingness on her part to even feel comfortable when she around my wife. And, and, you know, and it's not crazy. the ch- and it's but, not the child's responsibility exactly. to build that relationship. So, me, so it's it's you, my wife's responsibility. So if you mind me to go here a little bit. We ain't got to go deep into nah, it. No, let's do it. This but, one is far. But as far as the relationship with Christian's mother, yeah, she hasn't had no issues in in bumping against what you've been doing with your current wife, bro. Right? What, you mean Christian's mom? Yeah. So I'm saying she hadn't like really tried to come in between where there was no beef. Where your current wife would have an issue with trying to bomb with your oldest daughter. Oh no no no! Because I don't I don't play that period exactly, yeah. with nobody. Like my uh, Christian's mom is married. Um, I, and again, I you know shit. I'm I'm from the hood. Everybody raised everybody children. You understand what right, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So um, yeah. you know, even with their situation, like it's it's a, a, a sense or level of togetherness. Definitely an understanding. It ain't no. We doing those separate parties and get a you know all that type of shit. Everything is is collective. You know what's going on with her at school and at the house. You know me me and her stepfather. You know we converse about it. You know as men and deal with it Straight accordingly up, yeah, as yeah. well. You know what I'm saying. So it ain't you know it ain't no type of um, but I real. Just, so Chris, I don't mean cut y'all, but see, I was just saying <clears throat> if it's if there's no underlying issue between those two, right. You know why would she be tripping with the oldest daughter if there's no slack between? Well, well both I got, I got the, the same, mother. I got the what, same what, issue what, what too. That's, what that's what I'm saying. The issue, and, and again, like the issue ain't with the mother. It's it's with with her. her. Gotcha. But you know, her. She said her building. The reason that she haven't really built a relationship with her was because she didn't know what the outcome of our relationship was. So you was, saying that if we and me, you be. don't make it, then you ain't messing with my daughter. Because, yeah, exactly. And so, I know a lot of times in dating, well, I know Brother Ben had this problem, but dating that, you know, and that's why when I was dating. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I said that. I'm a, hey, go ahead, though. Oh, go ahead, Brother Ben. Well, we don't know about that. You said he got history before he got married. Well, you said, you, you mentioned dating like I ain't dated before. That's not what I'm talking about. What okay. I'm saying is introducing your children to other people you're just dating. Yeah. Oh, I've been blessed down. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't had that yet. So I kept my son Open away level. from different women. You know what I mean? No, because for sure. You can build those attachments. I'm gonna give the story. But I have though. But I go into it after y'all finish this though. I did want to bring oh, it different. Oh, when you was in college? No, just I wait. I'll okay. Wait so just real quick. So I had a story. I was messing with a chick a long time ago before I even had a kid, and I was around a lot. And the daughter, the the little girl, started calling me dad. But when me and her broke up, I was still messing with the little girl, buying a shoe, buying it, buying it, that. Then one day I'm on the phone. I heard her say daddy, but she wasn't talking to me. She was a like after me and the girl had broke up, yeah, yeah. I'm calling, trying to check on her, just randomly, just yeah. checking on. Her. That's what I did. 
because I was the only man she knew. And I heard her say, Dad, in the back. I'm like, what? So I'm like, yo, what you got going on? Oh, well, I'm seeing this dude. I say, you, I, he already calling her daddy? Like, he just met her. Yeah. I say, bet. I so, left it at that. So, I didn't even, I, I cut the whole relationship. So, you know what I mean? So, so, I want, I, there's two, there's two coins to that. You got, you got moms out here trying to pimp their child and make them call who they dating dad. Like, they entice that. I know that because my biological mother did that. Mm. When she dated, you know, you know, this is this is dad. You know, this, like she she pumps that because she's trying to sell dad to him and sell, you know, dad to the kids. Dad at the same to the kids at the same time. Right. So, uh, for me, um, and that's why I love MVP because we transparent. Uh, my wife straight up told me I signed up to be a bonus mom. I didn't sign up to be no real mom. <laughs> she said. She said I. I didn't have no child. Uh, uh, I didn't have no abortions. I didn't have no child. I didn't have no scares. And I only wanted to have a child when I was ready. And like we, it was, that was about to be it. Because I'm like, what you mean? Because I wanted to pursue. That's one of the main reasons I didn't pursue getting my daughter full time. Because I'm looking like, uh, my, you know, like babies feel energy, bro. Right? Yeah, for sure. Like and, and they feel that more than feel that more than anything, bro. Mm. Yes, and so and so. And so, let me, my wife loves my daughter, but not loves her like a daughter. You feel me? Loves mm-hmm. her. She like if if anybody says stepdaughter or stepmom, that lets you know where they put her. My my mama, my stepmom, never has ever in her entire life has called me no step nothing, no no part nothing, no half nothing. That's my son. N- nobody in her family has ever called me. That's my step grandson. That's my step nephew. It's always been, this is my son. Because in a black community, you never know who house you're going to be at, yeah. who's going to be raising and, you. And, 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 you know, our experience and upbringing, too, you know, and that, and that brings another uh, situation that, that comes to mind. You know, I, I was talking to my wife one day, and I was like, uh, well, Christian want to come down here and, and live with us, go to school or whatever the case might be. Um, you know, and it low-key or and eventually high key became a, a issue, right? And it became an issue because of, um, you know, how I felt she was being unresponsive and undecided about it, like it like it was a problem. And I say, listen, if you know, to me, that's my child. If she want to come here seven days a week, be here twenty four hours a day, three sixty five, and, and you, my wife, this like you need to treat her. Like your the, the ones that came out of you as well, you know what I'm saying. You wouldn't you wouldn't second guess whether or not, uh, you know, you would do the same thing for Leah or Carter. And guess what? Whatever needs to be done for Leah or Carter, you as a mother, and I know the love you have for them, you gonna make it happen. So I expect you to have that same type of energy and that same type of attitude for my oldest as well. If she want to be down here, whatever I need to do, whatever I need to adjust, whatever other sacrifices I need to make as a mother. I'm going to make it happen because this is my daughter, too. You know, and that that hasn't been her attitude. That wasn't her attitude. So, um, uh, again, it's it's challenging. And when it comes to being uh, married, being a father, us being in, in the power positions that, that we in, it's definitely something that. Um, hard as hell to do. Yeah, it, it's, it's and, absolutely and hard as hell to do. And it hurt, too. It, you hurt, know what I'm saying? it hurts sure. a lot to see to see uh, uh, your wife that you care and love about. And see your your daughter or your child devastated to go back home when you know she really want to be with you. Yeah. You see, what I'm talking about like, like even today coming coming to coming here, um, 
I, uh, her mom came and picked her up, and she was like, Dad, what my mama doing here? Mm. And my daughter, five. She turned six in bro, July. Bro, bro, inexpe- And she like, uh, oh, she must want to see the studio, too. <laughs> like, And I'm like, no, nah, baby, you, you know, you got you got to go with your mom. For what? But I'm already knowing, like, you know, I'm looking at the pieces. I'm looking at my community. I'm like, you know what I mean? Uh, everything is cool when, when Taylor's being maneuvered around you know, my community. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it's too much time at our home, then it's when it's like, uh, you know, whatever, whatever. But it brought me back to exposure. I grew up in a blended family. Mm. My wife grew up with one parent, uh, two parent household. Yeah. You, the, you know, isolation, the father and the mother been together forever. Her mom grew up in a two parent household. Father and mother been together um and and they grew up in this bubble mm-hmm. with no exposure to and you know and that's the world that they grew up the, the the father you know they moved to Arizona um and they only dealt with each other yeah versus me shit we, we I was at everybody's house yeah. this house in the summer <laughs> this house I'm over here with my cousin I got 9000 god brothers uh, yeah. I'm over here Thanks. because that's just that, that's just yeah. the inclusiveness that came with it and I I had a choice on where I wanted to stay I can literally say I want to stay there, and if that person was like, shoot, I already got children here, whatever the case is, yeah. then I think that the hardest thing is, is, and I, and I try to look at it from my wife's perspective of, well, I waited till I was ready to have a child, to be full time. I she said she agreed to be a part time. I know I came to the table and said this is, it's me and my daughter. She, my daughter was still staying in the bed with me because. I didn't know what it was like to stay by myself. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? I just, up, yeah. it, that it, was, it, it ain't no <laughs> such thing as no part-time parent. You, you, you can't clock bro, out. Bro, you know what I'm saying? And so, and so for me, we're having a son. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm, I, my first lesson that I'm hoping that my wife learns when having our son is that it, parenting is a full-time, part-time, uh, no part-time type of thing yeah. and you need a community and you need, no, you need help a community, and definitely. you need these things definitely um because i'm you know just keeping y'all like bro just keeping y'all abreast and keeping y'all a buck like my daughter was standing in a, in a, in a damn hotel you know what i mean like so like I, daddy drop da, daddy flying in a jet daughter standing in a hotel with a little situation because they trying to figure out what's going on and i'm having a conversation with my significant other about why Taylor needs to be here full time. Yeah. But why would that yeah. even be a conversation? Yeah. And, and this the thing, having having girls too, um, and, and I think you could feel the same way, is like this is, again, it's things that we can't give them as a father because we're not a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also a reason that the things didn't work out with their mother. Yeah. And it's also a reason that I chose to marry you. You, yep. you know, so mm. being a woman, uh, you know, a woman in a, a motherly figure, it's things as a husband that I, that I admire or that I love about you that I expect you um, or, or just think that you should want to teach my daughter just because she a woman and you know, she's not getting it from home. home. Yep. But but it's but but for our city, what I learned it's a it was a it's a competitive thing. Yeah. Like, you know, she had your first daughter, she was your first wife. Like so, and it's like she ain't doing this, she ain't doing this. We'll step up to the plate. Cause I, I, I knew I knew I knew it's 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 a company like it's a that ain't that ain't really my responsibility. I just want to care about you know whatever I got going. And the, you asked the question, why is it a choice? Because the the piece, I 
I'm the glue for all this shit happening. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I, I, so I, I can't, that. I can't make a play, and then it messes up my piece, which domino affects everything else that's kind of flowing. So mm-hmm. I, 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 we're logical men. So I gotta say, okay, all right, this play can't work. So let me get my moms off of off their job. Y'all full time grannies. Y'all gonna do this, this for the company. And this needs to be on rotation. I know how to fix this. We're going to build a, a children's academy. And I'm going to pay out my own damn pocket for my mother to be a full-time teacher, to start be a master teacher and leave from being a principal for the academy. That gives me nine to ten hours a day with my daughter right. in my space. Yeah. You see what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, like you got to find ways to maneuver yeah, that, and be logical yeah, with, with, with these things, which is, which is a point that I want to teach the fellas. When you in it, like, being a man and being a father and, and, and being in power positions and trying to accomplish certain aspects and things in your life, you can't move emotional. You can't just right. be like, hey, I'm just going to do this and this is what it's going to be. Because if that's the case, now I got mm-hmm. my son on the way. Mm-hmm. And if we split and it's the same situation with my son and a whole nother thing. And I got to do I got to do this shit all over again. again. Yeah. So I got to figure out I got to call a spade a spade and just let her know what it is. Let her know how I feel. And then I have to make the decision on how can I keep this whole thing functioning? How can I help my have my daughter be able to experience that agape type of love from women that really care about her? Let me let let me let my daughter be be partially helped raised by my sisters and my moms. And that gives her that 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 love and that feminine energy. Exactly. And then on part time, she can come get that from AJ because AJ, when she in her mood. Bro, it's the best ever. Straight up. So I let, when the timing right, her energy right, I let her come get some of that AJ love. And then boom, she get back to the crib. And so it's literally just playing chess with all of this, which is why it's very important for you fellas to make sure that you're choosing your right spouse right. You're choosing the woman that you're going to have a baby with correctly. Because all of this can, can literally affect the raising of your child. Because I grew up, I grew up, where, 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 where big beasts and monsters were fighting each other to be right and small creatures were getting killed. Mm. I grew up not even being acknowledged, not even being noticed, not even being uh, recognized because these adults were fighting with each other, exactly. trying to prove who was right to who, why this person was right, why this adult needs to prove a point to this adult, and, and the child just <clears throat> is just extra. Exactly. So versus you trying to prove a point to this woman or this man trying to prove a point to this man on why he needs to be a better father. Well, damn it. If you feel like you're doing a, you can do a better job than this person, then what, 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 what can we do to make sure that this child is in the best environment? Exactly. But Jake, what, what, what I was, where I was trying to go with is that, and I'm talking about the, the mother, and, and my, this is my opinion, and this is no shade to the mother of your child. I just feel like she's selfish. And the reason I say that, because why would I know I'm in a situation where I, I don't present the best environment and situation for my child, understanding that the father, he's not going to hurt my daughter, I mean our daughter. He's not going to do anything wrong to her. He's providing her the best situation. You you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So let him take control of that. Let me get myself I'm gonna together. Tell you, I already know. We already talked about this. She she already know, she, she, she knows that she's a queen of manipulation, and I talked to her. I literally talked to her recently. And she been on she been in survival mode since we got a since we got a divorce because she the one who called the divorce, so she so, the, she the one she the one set the tone she the one jumped off ship, and the only thing that she can get to any type of security or safety is, is by daughter. keeping my daughter because gotcha. because of the type of child support I pay. 
So it's just a whole control bro, thing. Bro, bro, I'm I'm the number one financial piece in that house that she got. I am. You, you know, but that that go back to a point that you uh just made at as well, and us at, as men, uh, you know, we have to do a better job of being responsible and accountable for the decisions that we make with the women that we deal with right. and, and have kids. Um, you know, and, and I can remember at a point in time, and I'm sure we've all been there before. We've actually moved into walking in full faith and purpose of our work, being undecided about the things that we know God had called us to Thanks. do. Um, so in the midst of us being undecided and wavering in our, our faith, um, we, 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 you know, we flee to places of comfortability and complacency true. that reinsured our current walk Thanks. in life because we were scared to, to take that, that steps and move forward the Thanks. way God had, had intended us to. Thanks. Um, and, and with that being said, when it comes to um, choosing a woman or more importantly, choosing a, a wife, understanding that she needs to have a appropriate mindset as well, based on you understanding who God called you to be as a man. Is this woman does she has the understanding that her first priority and obligation is to be a helper to you? Mm -hmm. Right. And. and she can't possibly be a helper to you if you don't even understand what it is that you're doing or where, what it is that you're moving Facts. toward, Facts. right? And, yes, and and now all of a sudden you done blossomed and you're and you walking in faith and you you stepping in your purpose and you done already chose a, a wife um, who probably wasn't even designated to help you in mm, what it is that call, yes, oh, God bro. called you to do in the first place. Bro, bro, we <clears throat> just before the show, I was listening to a video by David and Monite that you told me to send you. And what it was saying was, we can. I'm going to cross, uh, uh, cross compare. What it was saying was, a mentor should not look at a mentee in the same light um, that when he first met that mentee, especially if that mentee has outgrown where they used to be. Right. You have to look at them based on where they are. And what I've noticed personally is that when we get in relationships. And that person begins to walk in their God-giving purpose. And that person begins to grow and develop in a rapid pace that you can no longer fathom. You want to mentally, spiritually, emotionally keep them how you found them right. versus respect where they are. And what I've learned, uh, Chris, is that women want men who, 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 who know the Bible don't, but don't walk the Bible. Right. They, they mm. want men who can quote the Bible, but 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 can't live the Bible. Right. And so when we talk about that, what that basically is just saying is that you want a man that does right. You want a man that come home nine to five, that help you cook, clean, and cut the grass. Facts. And this is your constitution <laughs> of a godly man. But what you fail to realize is that a true godly man puts the work of God above any man, woman, boy, girl, or even a child. Facts. And when you know that, you know that this is why in the word of God, if you call yourself somebody want to follow the word of God, this is why a woman is supposed to be that man's help meet, his help mate. Because the workload can become so much that he needs a partner to help bring it, uh, and, br br rear that that, right. that and, mission that God has and, for him. And, and we say it all the time, or, or I say it all the time. Um, God gave man work before He gave him a, a woman. Yeah. Um, and a woman's first obligation and priority, as it pertains to the Word of God, is helping the man that she with, um, not him conforming to who she thinks he should be or, or, or how he should act. Yeah. So the first question that a woman should even ask going into a relationship is, okay, I like this brother for such and such. 
me knowing my gifts and my understanding as a woman, how can I add value to what it is that he already has going yes, on? Because a, a woman's destiny and purpose flourishes with inside of the man that she's dealing with, yes, yes. right? So a, a, as men, it's, it's important that we have a helpmate or we choose um, a woman that's willing to help us in our work. Now, women have unrealistic expectations of how a man should be without acknowledging the fact that they're they're operating from a flawed mentality um, and, and understanding from the get-go. As a woman, if your first priority is not how can I help my man, you cannot expect every other aspect, any other aspect of the relationship to the fall in line on, because you operating outside of your God-given principles and mm-hmm. purpose and destiny as a woman because yeah. your at your first mind should always be how can i help, help this yeah. man yes sir not how can he do such and such or or, or 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 i'm only helping when he provides this or he provides that mm. you op- there's a order to to things we, we talk about order and we cannot expect <clears throat> for things to fall in place if we're operating outside of order yeah. which, which is actually my point that i was making earlier come on brother ben- <clears throat> come on um, we're gonna I have not out. been in a situation where biologically, children, I haven't been in that situation. But the point I was making was, like I said, the business is the baby. That is something that I am and have dealt with as well. Um, because this business, as we said, is a baby. But is it her baby? Mm. See what I'm saying? Do she understand it and is deeply rooted in it as I am? And when you or not, it do hurt. Mm. You know what I mean? Because you will want her to take care of it like the one that came out of your womb. So I'm looking at it from a business perspective, and it made me think about, you know, in the situations, and I'm trying to see what would be the best way if there was biological. You can't just accept this man or look at this man. You have to look at everything that comes with him. You have to accept the children as well because when you do not accept the children, you kind of denying a part of him because he's whole mm. with the children. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how I feel um, as a man when it comes to business because this is the work of God. And the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan teaches us that she is the help meet what? But helping you meet the obligation that you have for God. Mm-hmm. So when I'm operating in my purpose, when I'm operating under my mission, you may thought it was going to be, like you said, a nine to five. You may thought no. it was going to be go home, you coming in, you making some pretty good money or decent money. But the mission is much deeper now. Not right. only do we have this baby, but bro, we got six-year-old, five-year-olds, seven-year-olds, 40-some-year-olds that's depending on us that look at us as fathers. We ain't asked for it, yeah. but this is the position that God has put us on so if you're not ready for that or you're not prepared to be the help meet for that if you're looking at this as i'm just going to take care of my children that came out of my womb but i don't want to offer any help to the mission or to the baby that you building on your own that baby the same way you said that baby needs that that feminine perspective because i'm a man well that baby needs that feminine side the baby the business side the mission needs that side, that consolation as well. Mm-hmm. So that's another piece that I'm pretty sure you brothers have probably went through. I know we didn't go deep into that, but that business piece is one that can touch you as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, I, 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 let, let me say let me say something to that because it made me think about when you said business, how somebody comes in and they say that they want to help you with the business, take it to the next level. 
but they really just want the benefits of what the business can bring, bring them. Yes, sir. Yeah. Come and on. So and so you just want to take and Sounds take like a gold digger. But you don't want to add value to where you can't sleep at night, where your where your eyes yeah. are red because my eyes are red because I'm staying up late at night with this baby. I'm I'm trying to figure out when my baby crying, my business and it's crying and my, my team and my staff aren't happy and the energy isn't right and nothing's flowing right. What do you do when you got a baby? You got it stuff. got gas. You gotta figure mm. out what's going on. You may have to take yeah. it to a doctor or a consultant to help you figure out what the problem is. But you still sleep over there yeah. because you got out of the baby what you wanted to get out of the baby and it just makes me think about like in in these situations it, it really bro, it kind of breaks my heart to think like like the benefit of the the value of you saying yes to all of this um you can you're choosing which of this best benefits you yeah and you're leaving all of the other stuff that comes with more work and responsibility on me and saying it's a us thing. And especially when what what's being built is a hundred is a hundred percent responsible benefit, yeah. for the lifestyle, the the pleasures, the the things that you enjoy, even in the midst of you not even pouring into and helping mm. the way that you, you were designated to help. Mm. And, and and as a man, it, it's frustrating. It, it's hurtful, and it's and it's painful to um, be experiencing that with um, your your spouse, your wife, or your significant other. Understanding that I'm built. You, the the thing, the very things that you enjoy on a daily basis is because of my blood, sweat, and tears that I'm pouring into this because I know this is my God given work. You know, so it's frustrating for you not to be my biggest cheerleader, be be my biggest supporter, and be my helper and 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 what it does to us as a core it puts us in a, uh uh in a place that even in the midst of our power our growth and the things that we build in we still feel inadequate we still feel inadequate because it's not it's not good enough no matter what i do i still can't make my my wife still is not my biggest supporter she's still not my biggest cheerleader, cheerleader. so we still feel a a sense of uh, neglect, mm -hmm. you know, and inadequacy as well, because the person that that's supposed to be the closest to us isn't it's far from it's, you. Yeah, and, it's and, far from and it, far and, from. And, and it continue. And, and the thing, you know, I had this conversation with my wife a couple of days ago, and and I say, listen, I just want you to be open minded and hearted enough just to hear this what I'm having to say without become being on the defense. The fact that the matter <laughs> is. I'm in my work. I'm in my God-given vision and purpose, and, and it's evident because of the pace at which yes. everything is it's going moving. and yes, moving, and, and not only just the pace, the impact that we're having on, on, on the people. You understand what I'm saying? And the fact of the matter is if, if you don't saddle up and, and, and grow alongside me or keep up with the pace of what's going on, it's nothing personal, but it's inevitable and it's logical, it's, it's human nature and it's principle to lose that, we're, that we're just going to continue to, to move further yeah. and further yeah. away. But see, she'll lose herself. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. She'll, 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 try to, she'll try to find herself competing yeah, absolutely. with the business. And, and, and that's what, and we had that conversation as well. It's like, listen, we, we got something powerful here in BWO. It's no reason that any of our wives should not be able to flourish and do the things that they want to do whatever that that may be yeah, as facts. individuals but guess what you you're going to be the the moment 
um, or, or as long as you continue to be in competition with what I'm building and trying to do your own thing instead of latching on to what it is that your husband has doing. has built and yes, doing. Sir. Yes, sir. You, it, it's it's going to go this way. Do you know and, how many, and, hold on, I'm going to cut y'all brother Ben. Do you know how many men, successful men, dealing with the same thing that we're talking about? A yeah, lot. a lot. Bro, absolutely. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's millions. But I, I was going to say, um, and, and for me, you know, and, and at times it has made me even feel guilty for being successful. Yeah. Mm. Like the more people that come in because you're not directly inside of it, you know, the business is growing. My baby is growing, but you may still be dealing with your thing. So I'll be kind of feeling guilty for celebrating this baby, you know, because you're not all the way integrated. So I don't want to want you thinking that, oh, I'm rising while you're not rising. When we're trying to figure out what that integration would even look like. Mm -hmm. So it, it causes me to kind of not give the full and, and enjoy it the way I should be yeah. enjoying the great yeah. work that we're doing yeah. because yeah. it's not synergized yeah. and, and, like and that. And I think the, another thing with the, with the women as well, and us men also have to realize it too, it, and, when, and, I, and I'm talking about married uh, married couples now, is this. Being a husband and being a father is two different roles. Being a wife and being a mother is two different roles, and they, re they require and carry two different sets of responsibilities. I'm not taking away from you being a great mother to the – to our children, children. Yes, but sir. understand there's a different set of responsibilities mm. and things that are required in order for you to be a wife to me. Right. You, you understand what I'm saying? And it's the, and it's the very same thing for me as well. Mm -hmm. The things that's required of me to be yeah, a father yeah. is very different than what's required of me being yeah, a husband. husband. Yes, I can be a good father and not be a good husband. Mm -hmm. You can be a great mother and not be a great wife. Yes, sir. You understand what right. I'm saying? So we 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 have to also start to learn to you know to separate those two things in the midst of our marriage and say, exactly. okay, am I making? And that's when we start talking about balance. Am I making? Am I balancing my time to be the father that I want to be? And also, am I balancing my time? To be the husband that I need to exactly. be to my wife as exactly. well, and that needs to be vice versa with them. Facts, and I think that <laughs> I think just having those conversations, those tough, hard conversations, yeah, for is sure. How you continue <clears throat> to balance it out because it's so easy to get complacent because especially when you're moving and you got your schedules, yep. and you got to do this and you have to do that. Sometimes, like I said, the women in our lives get put in the shadow. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's not done on purpose, but my thing is is is. It's like I tell most women, just make that man feel appreciated. If you yep. continue to make that man feel appreciated, he won't forget about but, you. But, and but, it's not that we're trying to forget about you purposely. Right. It just happens. Like, like when I was married, like I said, I was married for five years. Complacency is inevitable. I don't care what nobody And it's says. dangerous. That's <laughs> you know the what most mean? dangerous thing. So man. we got to, we, I, and, I'm, and let, me, let me put it on the men. One, you know, I'm going to get married again. My thing is that we have to be purposeful and uh, and still continue to date our women too. Well, yeah, but, but sure. here's but here's the deal, Blue. It's easier to do that when there's assimilation in in the mission. Facts. So yeah. like, of course. So like, yeah. when there's yeah. when there is pushback, like, hey, babe, I'm traveling out of town. Like for me, I'm highly hyper dependent on my mothers and my community. I am. I, I'm not that dad that's like, we're going to figure this out ourselves and put on me. No, we're going to put somebody on this plane. We're going to move together because it has been proven to work for Eastern families. Thanks. They come over here as a unit. 
Fact. They don't leave at the house to 35, 40 until they got their money in their pockets, until they got their mind everybody right. Eat. They know exactly yeah, what they're called yeah. to do, and then they move forward. It fact. has been proven to work. So that's how I operate. Mm-hmm. And so and so in this space, you can't reject the community help. Yeah. Fact. Because now you're rejecting my ability to be able to provide and support you as a husband. Yeah. The number one the number one thing that women need, or two things that women need is support and safety. So if I can provide you security and safety in knowing that I'm putting my whole community around to support you, not only that, I'm in, I'm embracing your community in this space and I'm and I'm securing and providing for all of this to be a necessity. So the biggest thing that, you know, the biggest thing that we were dealing with, right, it was I'm co- always cooking. I'm always cleaning. I'm always doing it fine. Well, I'll take that from you. So I'm a t- Don't worry about that. Uh, we're going to have somebody come cook. We're going to have somebody come clean. Can't nobody clean and cook the way I wanted to. <laughs> don't we go out to eat? <laughs> don't, don't we go to restaurants? Yeah, don't yeah. you like certain food? So yeah. clearly we can find a chef that can come and cook for us on a regular basis. Yeah. We can find, don't, you, we have a maze come clean. Uh, so we can get them to come clean regularly. If you don't want them folding your clothes and stuff, teach them how to fold your clothes like you used to like you used to get on me about folding towels. Yeah. So let's do the same thing. And then once that matriculated, it took a, it took a, a year and a half for her to say, okay, let's do that. Now she can't see life without it. Why? Because she ain't got to think about that. But what happens? Then you find another reason why you can't buy into the mission. It went, it went from I'm working, cooking, cleaning. Okay, I took cleaning, cooking away. Well, the, I'm still working. No, you don't have to work anymore. You choose to work. Right. And you choose to be in that man's, that's that man's vision. Exactly. That's that man's God work. Mm. And you're submitting yourself to that man's God work, but you won't mine. submit yourself to your man's uh, God work. Yep. Mm-hmm. So not only that, so when I say, babe, let's travel together, you giving up resistance because you got to figure out when when, and when not you want to leave, whatever the case is. But if that man at that job called your manager and told you that he needs you to travel, you would say, I just got to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I just and gotta that, go. And that'll yeah. piss a man off. I yeah. just gotta Absolutely. go. That'll piss a man it, 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 off. Especially one especially one that's in, in power because as men we are responsible for our domain. Yes, sir. Right? So I mean my wife is stay at home wife. That's one of the things that we agreed to and she wanted to do um as well because I didn't I don't want to see my woman travel outside of my domain and work for another man. Especially when I know that I'm in my work. And her number one, her number one obligation and priority should be helping me mm. do the things that I was destined, ordained, and purpose to, to do, do. Yes, right? And, and under, and then to the other point about, um, you know, taking things off the table is also getting them to address their own relationship and, with money, right? Mm. I say you, you know, we we but you buy all these Chanel and Gucci, you got more shit in the closet than you can get ever wear. And you don't get the other things done that needed to be done. So guess mm. what? Money is is simply a tool. So instead of just exercising a tool to purchase materialistic uh, materialistic things, how about putting that tool to work to help free up some of your, your time, time, to free yes. up some of your mind? Yes. You know what I'm gotcha. saying? To give you that that break that you need so yes, you can have so a can peace develop. of mind. Yes. You know what but I'm see, saying? The, and, and, but, but see, the, I'm sorry. I'm but 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 the excuse is I don't have time to develop like you. No, 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 no. That ain't the truth. The <laughs> truth is you keep denying the support that I'm trying to provide right. you so that you can be able to develop so we can be on the same page. Well, so then she- it goes back to it goes back to them. What are you fighting against? 
You can't say in a in a post or in a quote into your friends that this is somebody that God sent to me, that this is amazing, he teaches me all these things. But then inside of our home, there's this fight about can you get why why you can't pick it up? I'm not gonna I told you. <laughs> when we I'm not folding clothes. I, I when you met me, hey, I listen, told you I'm not listen, cooking. Listen. I told you I ain't washing no dick. I told you I ain't I ain't mowing no lawn. Listen, I promise. I came you. to the table with these things. And, and, now, and, I like more. And, and listen, <laughs> I, I, and, and I promise you, this this probably gonna be the last thing I say on this, right? To put things in perspective. And again, and I'm talking about us as, as young black entrepreneurs, kings and gods in our own right. Um really being cognizant, appreciative, and understanding of the, the position that we've been blessed to be in, right? And, and, and on top of that, of us being in our work, impacting the folks around us. Now, and, and again, I'm very black and white and logical. Now, how many other black men with an eight-figure net worth are you going to be able to to find and give you the opportunity and put you in a position that you need to be in to flourish as a woman? You gotta add right. debt free. You gotta yeah, and, yeah, 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 and and and, and, and yeah, and and debt free. Let's let's, let's, <laughs> let's just add let, that. Let, let's just be all the way real yeah. about yeah, it. Yeah, you understand yeah. what I'm yeah, saying? Because everybody I, listen, eight figures ain't debt free. It's 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 plenty of women who would they they can't, can't wait Slave. to get into the position and it's like he you you're married to a, a eight figure god fearing yeah. god fearing individual and you feeling you're, and you lack yeah who who's who and and, and again I say that because and, and he's walking in his god given purpose and I got to come home and beg you to give me the things that I that I need not yeah. that I want yeah we yeah. gotta sit up here and have a conversation about giving me the things that I need right. as a husband, no, not up. the things that I, that I tell you I need, but the basic things that the Bible tell you <laughs> a woman should. But that's be, what the entitlement come in at, though. Exactly. So a, a lot, a lot of them take the position that they're in for granted and feel like they're entitled, obligated, yeah, and, and obligated to just be a certain type of way and that I'm still, you. he's still supposed to conform and do the things that I want him to do, but shit, you can't even give me the shit so that Chris, I asked So for. Chris, this was, and that's why I said yesterday real quick when I was talking about taking care of your kids. You can go on a regular job and people give you incentives, they give you bonuses for right. doing your job. Am I right or wrong? Correct. They give incentives, yes. bonus. Correct. You as a father, and you can ask women if they have a problem with celebrating you for doing your job as a man. Now, they listen, want to be celebrated for every listen, damn thing. I don't, I don't ask to be celebrated as a father. I don't ask for that. But there's nothing wrong I, with letting me be. know that I feel appreciated. You're supposed I to be, be my biggest chili to two days ago. Two but, days ago. <laughs> two days ago. For y'all who don't know, they, it, it, June 18, 2021 is officially Chris, Chris Cole, Cole Day. Appreciation Day. Yes, sir. You hear me? You, you hear me? A, a, a city... And a God saw fit enough to give me a, a day. Can't yes, nobody erase it. That's going down in history. That yeah, my, my grandchildren is going to be able to be like, damn, granddad had a, had a day. You Document. understand me? Yes, sir. And for me, um, I wasn't going in, in, in what was even more, uh, inspir you know, um, uh, yeah, inspirational and, you know, just bringing it all together was I was raised by my grandmother and three years ago on June 18th was actually the day that she passed. So in oh, order for man. me to be honored that day um, as as well, it, it meant a lot. And, and, right and to bring closure to the, the, the momentum of that, uh, my younger cousin who's been in prison for 17 years, who's uh, he was sentenced to life plus 10 for um, a murder, 
after 17 years of being incarcerated on June 18th, they brought him to the transitional center for the first time. Wow. He ain't been outside in 17 years. Wow. Um, but I say all that to say I woke up on June 18th to- Elated. Elated, <laughs> right? But not even a waking up to my wife's telling me happy Chris Cole day, just a, a, a somber- Like it's a regular yeah, day. Yeah, like it's just a, a, a regular day. This is major. Yeah, it's this, it's major. Like it's, every, everybody- it's bigger every, than the championship. Yeah, everybody ain't going out and doing that. They just ain't giving- uh, a day to somebody. A, a day you know, to somebody. Blow now. You, you understand what no, I'm saying? They, they, you gotta have documentation. <laughs> yeah. you, you gotta have documentation. You know, they you know proclamation. Yeah, proclamation. proclamation. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, but but I say that to say that I think a lot of women don't understand how important it is for us men to feel appreciated, bro. to be celebrated. Bro. Like, yes, we wanna feel appreciated. Yes, we wanna feel celebrated. The woman that we with, we wanna feel like you are our biggest supporter and oh, our thanks. biggest cheerleader. When I walk through the door, do something uh, uh, strange. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Other than that, uh, other than that, you feel like a hater to me. Especially when you know there are women. Like you know, for me, when I'm looking at the tribe or when I'm looking at to see how women are struggling, like they yeah. got a, they got m multiple children and they got jobs yeah, or they stuck in the and they like. Trying to make it yeah. happen, self development, like, that, like to see hard. how hard yeah. they struggling, and they would give whatever to live that type of lifestyle. And, and, yeah, and, and the thing about it, and, and even when we start talking about other women would love to be in position, it's not just about the sexual aspect right. of things. No, for sure, it's it's women who understand the vision and the mission that we own, and wish that that they could just be in arms reach you. of a man that will to, pour into them, facts. that's willing to pour into them the way that we bro, willing bro, to pour I, into I, our women. I literally said Go on the show, all right. I literally, I'm, I'm gonna end it with this. I literally said on the other day that it's unfortunate that when typically when men, because intimacy and being seen, being made to feel like the man and God that you are, mm -hmm. the only time that we get it where it's a full, wholehearted, not with no other stuff is during sex. That's the only time. See, man, you the man. You amazing. You you feel intimate. The thing is right, and so what men we always say is, like, you ain't giving me no love. You ain't giving me no sex. But the truth is, is that if that woman was talking to you every single day and calling you the biggest man on the planet, you go out there and do what you got to do, man. You the, you, you the truth. You the God, man. You ain't, I ain't never seen nobody like you. So you going to come home, you post it up on the couch chilling. You going to leave. Matter of <laughs> fact, I'm about to go back to work, baby. Yeah. Matter of yeah. fact, I'll be back next week. Yeah. And then she yeah. calling you every day, baby. Who, what, what, what you do today? You know, who are you? Oh, you get, boy, you the baddest thing I ever seen. Yeah. You, what what happened? Well, you know what that would do to a man? What? Yeah. You yeah. know what that yeah. do to a man? Yeah. Yeah. But we revert to the lowest version of ourselves, our human, our, our literally carnal version of affection, which is sex. Mm -hmm. Because women have not been regularly given that spiritual, emotional, high intellectual, supernatural type of intimacy that uh, that a man who's on a mission from God actually needs. And so we revert to that. A, it's not even sex on a regular basis, too. It, it's, it's just not. Yeah, like, it's just oh, okay. not. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, am I? You start looking in the mirror. Am I not sexy? Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 oh god! Like, like with real talk. Yeah. Yeah. I I start, to that's start why I wanted to work out with Trey. Yeah. Then when I realize, I'm telling, I'm telling AJ, I'm like, hey baby, look, I'm working out. Yeah. She ain't impressed. Well, I ain't waking up for. <laughs> they go the truth, Trey. 
There go the truth. That's why I'm inconsistent. Yeah. Because yeah, she don't be like, oh, babe, I see the muscles. Yeah. Tell me something. Yeah. That app coming back. Yeah. So since you don't want to bring it back, I ain't Real working shit. out. So listen, this is this is this is why well, this men's, is a men's viewpoint, viewpoint right here. is yeah. absolutely important because we can monetize this one, can't we? Yeah, 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 yeah we yeah. can. We can. <laughs> <laughs> Just bleep the first part. Just bleep the first part. This is why it's absolutely important for men's viewpoint to exist because this is the only place that we can actually have a safe place and be honest. And be honest and truthfully. Um, I'm okay with being an open book because you ain't got to remember a, a truth. You yeah, ain't, yeah, you ain't got to yeah, remember yeah, a truth. If yeah. it's a fact, it is a fact. Yeah. And and, it, and it's us to lay out on our, or lay out what's on our hearts and what's on our sleeves to men that are out there just like you and women that are watching so that you can be able to fix and see that even men who are succeeding at a high level are dealing with insecurities and feelings of inadequacy because we just looking for somebody that's just going to rock with us. Yeah, and yeah. so I'm very appreciative of, of Blue uh, creating a man's viewpoint and actually creating a safe place after his divorce because this allowed for millions of people all across the world to be impacted. So I'm Dr. Jake Taylor Jacobs. I'm Chris Cole. I'm Brother Ben X. And I am Traco. <laughs> <laughs> See what I'm talking about? And we out. Love game. And he know it's on, man. <laughs>